Thanks for tuning in to the That's Neat podcast. Here, you'll find an authentic community of women who are ready to share their mom hacks and fails. We hope you get inspired, encouraged, and that you laugh so hard you might pee your pants. We're so glad you're here. This is going to be so much fun. Welcome to the show. Gonna be a fun Hello. one tonight. It that is. new voice is my friend Melissa. She's joining us from South Dakota. Hey, Melissa. Hey. Welcome. I didn't even know they had internet in South Dakota. <laughs> Do they have running water, or what's the deal with that there? Very fun. Well, it snowed today, so we 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 can make it out, and then we'll have water tomorrow. Oh, that's fine. I'm just kidding. I actually was at a camp us. Uh, youth youth event once from kids all over the u.s and i went to california and the kids i was from wisconsin and the kids there were like we don't even know where wisconsin is and then they asked me if wisconsin had like electricity and running water and i was like it's 2000 or like 1999 you know okay so that seems funny but all jokes aside I was back for the state fair. Did I tell you this, Melissa? I was back in South Dakota and it wasn't for the state fair, but it was during the state fair and I could not send a text. I could not receive a text. Like everything was incredibly delayed. I couldn't get work stuff done because the internet there didn't have enough power for the fair. And then my nieces who were like camping there were saying even our um, Snapchats didn't go through for days because... They just didn't have capacity on the towers for the fair. So maybe there's a reason that people yeah. move to my home That's state. Sad. Also <laughs> methamphetamine. Well, it's fine. We're on it. This is not a political show. We're just here to have fun. It's also not um, used to just having that many people in like one tower probably, you know, because they're more spread out. Yeah. It was a challenge for yes. sure. Anyways. So just to confirm, you have running water and electricity in your home. Mm-hmm. She does now, but when there's an ice storm, she won't. Pending any crazy blizzards. Yes. <laughs> we time for a whole 10 days with no running water or electricity. Oh, yep. And I survived. Yeah, you guys did good. You had a whole system. But we had Facebook and we had phones because we would run out to our cars and charge them. So it was kind of silly. It was really fun to see updates every day. Well, the nice nice thing about losing power, you know, I'm in Florida and it's like when, when hurricanes were coming through, it was like power, whatever. We have a generator, but then it's like in Minnesota or Wisconsin or Michigan or whatever, South Dakota, you just like put your food outside. You know, or it's like, it just goes in the garage, you know, and it doesn't really matter because everything Mm -hmm. is cold and doesn't spoil. But here I was like, what would we do? Do you unplug your fridge and then plug it into the generator? I mean, or like ice doesn't even last, you know. You just eat the ice cream. (laughs) You do. I don't know. I (laughs) We've been putting our school, like the lunches our kids pack on the deck already just because it's easier. And then they just grab them on the way out. Smart. I know. 
that's why, like after the holidays, you know, that's what you forget. Like when I moved, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas, it's just like you just make the food ahead of time and then you just put it on your deck <laughs> and then it just sits out there. So it's like you can have your bowls and your casseroles and everything already. And you don't need, you. Yeah, you don't need fridge space. But here I was like, how does one thaw a turkey in your fridge and then also have like mashed potatoes made and you know, stuffing and all of the food for the other, you know, supplies that you need. Along I've, with never, I've never thought a turkey safely in my life. I just put it in the sink filled with water for like two days. And so far, no one died. I just got a new fridge. What kind of fridge did you get? One that the old lady neighbor was getting rid of for a hundred bucks. Oh, <laughs> so new to you. Love it. Okay. That's tell how... me, is it French door yeah. or is it like the regular kind? No, it's like one step up from a dorm room. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's, yeah. I like that. That's what I wanted to buy when we got a new one and Corey was not for it. What was wrong with your old fridge? Nothing. I just needed another one because I have three boys and a husband and I have been living this long with one fridge. So That's I crazy. decided, you know, and yeah, because on the Sam's Club days, then you have like nowhere to go because you just cram everything into one tiny fridge and so so is this your like garage fridge i needed some extra space is it like your garage fridge or is it in your yep yep i just hide it in my laundry room but yeah it's my it's my backup it's like your extra fridge yeah that's fine janelle has like six yeah i do (laughs) it's fine (laughs) i have a lot of kids and things and it's fine um so Melissa was in my wedding, Bryn. Did you know that about her? I didn't know that. I haven't, I don't, do you, you don't have a lot of your wedding pictures just hanging around at your house. I don't even have a picture. I have a, the latest picture only has three kids in our family and one of them <laughs> brought it up the other day. So <laughs> where are the other that situation updated? Cause we have two more kids. So um, how many oh, people no. did you have? Did you wear ugly like bridesmaid dresses or did they, are they still timeless and cute? Guess, guess what color they were. Uh, guess what color? Maroon. Oh. What year was it? Hang on. Brown. What year did I get married? 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Brown, brown and pink. And it was December. Oh, red? It was right, right around Christmas. Had to be red. Gold. It's gold? Gold? Yeah. Interesting. I got flashy ladies in my party. All kinds of them. And they looked good. Were they matching? Um, it was like I picked a color and then anyone could pick their style. In part because my sister was my matron of honor. <laughs> and she's so much older than me. She's like, I have to be able to pick my own dress. Yeah. Um, Charlotte was real big back then. And she looked beautiful. Everyone looked beautiful. I think there was only one dress that need to, needed to be sewed that day. <laughs> because somebody's side like split wide open. That was my other Melissa. I was wasn't say, me. I didn't know Melissa about Janelle as a bride. Like, was she a bridezilla? Like, super needy and wanty and. I even needy. took her wedding. I like took Melissa's wedding ring that day from her. Why? In my wedding pictures, I'm wearing Melissa's wedding ring because <laughs> Corey got to the church late because he forgot that he needed to go pick up his tux. 
And the place we got it from didn't say anything to any of the groomsmen. So as they were showing up, nobody was like, hey, the groom's tux is still here. So the day of our wedding, it's like picture time and he's driving. So the small town in Iowa. So there everything is next town over. Right. So that was in the next town over from his hometown. And then he had to like come back. And so he gets there. He's late. The ring is I don't know where. And they want to have it for pictures. So I, I'm wearing Melissa's ring in all the pictures in our wedding. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so and, funny. And Melissa's wedding is one of few weddings that I've been jealous of because I really loved like it was Christmas and it was the red and green and gold and the Christmas tree. So it's pretty, it's timeless. Like it, it does, Christmas doesn't go out of date. Right. Um, but she had a fall wedding and it was oh, really beautiful. I always wanted fall wedding. Mm-hmm. So for my next wedding. <laughs> it was like was, one month before you. I know a lot happens between like, mm-hmm. so if you blink, yep. harvest is over. It is. I always wanted a fall wedding. And so my plan was that Justin was going to propose to me in the spring. So then I would have like a year and I don't know, a half year and four or five months, whatever, to have my fall wedding. And then he proposed in January or on like December 30th or something like, and I I was just like, yes, but I mean, this wasn't the plan. And now what am I supposed to do? (laughs) Like plan dated. It was like, you deviated from the plan. So now I either have to do it in nine months or like even longer. And I was like, I didn't want that. So then we ended up having a spring wedding, like a year and three months, which was the plan the whole time. Uh, Not bitter about it at all. It's fine. And then, so Melissa and I hurried up and had babies together too. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Henry was born before Braxton, right? But he wasn't. Yes, because then I, I scared you then because I told you horror stories. Yeah, it was terrible. Well, then I did have a C-section that I didn't really want to have. And then was Oliver, we were pregnant with Oliver and Greta at the same time too, right? Yep. Yep. And then he was due before her, but I had Greta first, I think, because she was Thanksgiving or not. He's the 11th of December. Yeah, so we flip-flopped on that one. And then Ruben. And then I don't think you had any kids that year. Uh-uh. And then I just like kept going long after you were like, that's enough of this. And like, I don't even remember the name of your fourth child now. No. It's fine. It's fine. How do you keep track? I told Janelle um that last night I had a dream that she was pregnant. And, I, and she was like, I'm not. And I was like, well, watch out. It could be a prophecy dream. So I'm just saying. Oh, golly, <laughs> I can't do it again. The last time I was too old and it was exhausting. Yeah. Literally, you can feel your body aging. You're geriatric. Yeah. I've been geriatric for three pregnancies. Yeah. And it just feels terrible. The good news is, is that they just take you really seriously and they just get you in right away. Just like, I need an appointment. They're like, absolutely, old lady. You're 35. No, Janelle's was ridiculous because you were 35 and like a week or something. 
when you had one of your kids, weren't you? And they were, and then, and, and geriatric happens when you're 35. And so she it was like six days later, she had the baby and they were like, you're too old. You're yeah. officially geriatric. But Maybe then for the last one, I had to have a baby aspirin every day because I'm practically on death's door. You, I mean, how old were you? 39. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Okay, so I have a really quick wedding fail story um, about um, Justin's brother's wedding. So Justin was the best man. And then at the rehearsal dinner, they were like, here's the rings. You know, this is this is on you. Or yeah, it was they they swapped rings. So she had so Justin had hers and then the maid of honor had his. You know what I mean? Like how they hold each other's or whatever. I don't even know. Maybe he had them all. So anyway, we go home. We were at the rehearsal dinner. We we go home to his mom's house and we're hanging out. And then we started talking about it. And then he was like, shoot, I don't, I mean, I don't have the rings. Like, was I supposed to have the rings? I think he gave them to me, you know? And I was like, yeah, I mean, you're supposed to have them. And then he's just like, I, I don't have them, you know? And he's like looking all over and his, you know, coat and his pants and like whatever. And so then, you know, everybody at that house is kind of freaking out. And so we... So I just, the bride was at my, of my friend. This is how we met. And so I called her and I was like, so excited for your wedding tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Like trying to distract her. And I was like, you know, do you have this? Like, is this all set? And I was just trying to be super casual. And I was like in the rings, like you have those. And she was like, nope, nope, nope. Justin has those. We, we gave them to him. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. That's so great. <laughs> like just wanted to confirm that information. And so then um, I got off the phone with her and I was like, yeah, so you're supposed to have the rings. So we actually went back to the rehearsal place. We're like looking around <laughs> trying to find the ring. And then eventually we found it in the recliner, the ring box, like in their recliner, like shoved down, you know, like in the little mini pocket that holds all the stuff because he had gone home and then sat down and like leaned back in the recliner, it like fell out of his pocket. But we were freaking out. It was like two hours. We were <laughs> trying to find the wedding ring. Oh, uh, good times. There was also a fire at my wedding. Did you know there was a fire at my wedding, Melissa? I feel like I did know that. So we did our own food because I don't, I feel like catered food is often expensive and not delicious. And so we just did our own food because I was also worried like if there was a blizzard, people couldn't come, whatever. I just wanted to control it. And so we did, it was like pork loin, cheesy potatoes, very standard stuff. Um, and apparently there was like, I don't know, butter or something from cheesy potatoes, like made it to the heating element of the oven and it was enough to make like actual flames oh that they had to like put out but I did not know about that until years later so that was good Melissa was your wedding like very seamless did it go fall were you outside did you try to do the fall outside but then it was 20 degrees no it was a beautiful day it was like 50s or 60s in South Dakota it's amazing in November and we just super simple, like a sandwich bar. We kind of did it ourselves in the church basement. It was super simple. And the only hitch with my wedding was we were at the honeymoon suite and I had filled this big bathtub with bubble bath. Mm -hmm. And my husband had no idea that there was like a drain stopper. And he goes to slide in and just like ripped his toe off. And he like 
Yeah. So that kind of ruined any <laughs> moments of fun. Uh, he oh. had a stubbed toe the rest of the night. <laughs> so, yeah. We but, made the huge mistake of getting married on daylight savings where you spring ahead. So you lose an hour. And so oh, we were gosh. all up just partying and hanging out until like two. And then we had the gift opening, you know, at like 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. or something crazy because it was family was there. And so then we all went up to bed and we were like, oh, shoot, it's like 3 a.m. We had to get up in four hours. So all of our pictures from the gift opening were all just swollen, like our faces are just swollen and like exhausted and just look awful. <laughs> and I'm the exact opposite. I get an extra hour on oh, my yep. on mine. Yep. Yep. That's a good that's a good time to get to sleep in. That's mm -hmm. funny. People say you're an average. Greta was just asking me about this. Um, she's like, is it true that you're just like your friends? And I said, most people say you're an average of your friends. And you two are very like different in that way. So <laughs> that makes me the average. You're right in the middle. <laughs> nothing, nothing about you is normal, Janelle. Did anybody ever tell you that? <laughs> Listen, I'm very normal. Okay. Totally I drive that. a minivan. That's like half the population. Mm -hmm. Not half, but a lot of people drive vans. Yep. Not it. You don't drive a van. How many kids do you have? You have three? Three boys. Yep. Oh, that's fun. How old's your oldest now? 16. Okay. And your other two? Uh, 13 and 10. Okay. So do you have a driver? Is your 16-year-old driving? Yeah, in South Dakota, you can drive when you're 14. So he's been driving for two years. He officially has his license now. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. It helps with transporting all the other brothers around. Yeah, I was wondering. Is it something, did you do the, the driver's editing? Or did they, you know, like, were you doing yep. teaching? Uh, no, I, like, had a stroke and, like, heart attack all at the same time. Just the one time I tried to drive with him. So, no, my husband drove with him more. <laughs> and he did go through driver's ed. And I just, I think some people have the patience for teen drivers and some don't. Like, oh, that's such a good way to say it. I'm wondering, I'm wondering what person I'm going to be. Because I think about it sometimes. I'm like, what am I going to do? I might really surprise myself and just be super chill. But I might not. So, we're yeah, no. We're on the very end of Minnesota's got a lot more rules than South Dakota did. So we had to do like, I don't know, I think it was two weeks of three hour night classes online because it was during COVID at that time. So now it's three hours like in the building. And then I think it's 40 hours of driving in the day. And I can't remember how many at night. And then that all has to be logged. And if a parent signs off on it, then it lessens something else that's required. And then he has to do six hours of driving with the driver's ed instructor. So the crazy part about that is he couldn't do it until his actual birthday. And then the slots are very limited. So he will actually get picked up from our house at six in the morning by the driver's ed instructor oh. and he'll drive until school time. And then they will just drop him off at school on the three days that he does it. Oh my gosh. And I just can't think anything what? more horrible, but I'm, it'll be good practice for him because it'll be dark and probably icy. Yeah. So I just hope everyone lives. I was a professional. My, my birthday was in March. So all of my training was essentially just through the winter. And so when I 
my on my birthday there my birthday is middle of march and there's always a huge snowstorm it's like state football or, or state basketball whatever there's just always a huge storm and so there was just snow and it was like sleeting freezing rain and um i pulled in and i had to turn on my defrost and i went i think like 15 in a 25 because the road conditions were so bad and when I left the parking lot, I kind of went over the curb a little bit. And they said normally that that's a complete like instant fail. But because of like the road conditions and not even knowing where the curb was, because, you know, like all of the things he was just like, it's fine. But he was super impressed that I knew how to turn on my defrost. And I was like, yeah, uh, it's the little things. It's the little things. But now, yeah, I'm, I'm a pro because it's like that's when you learned, you know. But then when they, so I learned that I had to pump the brakes, you know, and then I got one of those fancy cars that does the like, what is oh, it? Oh yeah, the anti-lock. Yeah, the anti-lock brakes. And that just messes with me, man, because I like to manually be in control of that. So. And it's a sound. It, it is a sound. Yeah. People from the South, you don't know this information, <laughs> but if there's ice, you don't want to just slam on your brakes because then your tires lock and then you just slide. But if you slow, you pump your brakes, you stop and let go and stop and let go. And then it helps you stop better on ice. Do they still make cars that don't have anti-lock brakes? I can't imagine that they do. I, uh, I got a brand new car this summer and we park it in the garage because I have studs on my old vehicle. And so I had to explain what studded tires were today to my friend from Virginia that moved here because she was freaking out about driving in the snow. So, oh, wow, that's a fun, that's a fun time. All the viewers. I mean, we need to educate America. So well, like, so did you ever have studded tires, Janelle? I don't think we ever did. So it's like, like little, it almost looks like you ran over a nail like a bunch of times is kind of what it looks Not like on there. You see it. Yeah. And I had hit black ice a couple times in my GMC Yukon. And so I, my husband got me studded tires and it, it doesn't necessarily like make you invincible, but it sure helps. Like when you're skidding or whatever, like you guys talk about the pumping of the brakes, like, I don't know. It does something magical. Well, especially because you live where it's hilly. Yeah. So do you far. have to um does it feel weird when you're driving on not on snow and ice it just is louder it sounds sounds loud okay but yeah can you hear anything and, anyways with your kids in the car <laughs> yeah, they just all jab jab jabber so yeah. how, did, how did you guys meet each other if you were in weddings together was it college was, was it we were um was it when we were ra's I think so. I don't think we met before that. So she was on the first floor and I was on the second floor of an all girls dorm. Mm -hmm. And we were in charge of all the girls. <laughs> yes. We each had, do we have 30 girls or 60 girls? It seemed like thousands. <laughs> like, I think there were 30 rooms. So we had, there were two to each room approximately. Yeah. Yeah. So a whole pack of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just our job to, you know, guide them to make proper choices, I think. Keep them alive. <laughs> we were, that was during, while we were doing that, 9-11 happened. I was thinking about that. I actually think about that a lot because people, mm -hmm. every year 9-11 comes up and I just, 
there were so many panicking girls mm -hmm. and the stories ranged by who you were talking to so they'd be like i called home they're closing all the interstates i called home gas is 20 dollars a gallon and there were hardly any parents that were like everything is fine settle down Just relax right very, very intense and volatile environment do you have any crazy stories of busting people or like weird just ra stories that just are legendary i need to hear them what's the best one? Oh my goodness i, mean, I there were ceiling searches we always found crazy stuff when oh, we because they had drop ceilings in your dorms uh-huh yes. oh gosh so we found what that beer was really old like we found was... beer so old they didn't make it anymore like and from the 70s <laughs> and then there was a stash of um how do i say it politely imagery on video um in the genre of feet oh was there were they vhs tapes what were they i think they were vhs weren't they melissa i didn't get to see those oh <laughs> you, i missed is that, that, is, that pro, is that standard protocol you find a video and you watch it I mean, <laughs> I was definitely intrigued. I was fairly naive to some genres at that time. And it like opened my eyes to future careers. Like, what a variety of people there are with different interests in the world. Isn't she so polite? Look at her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's a family podcast, but I went to a state school. So. Um, we um yeah, there was a lot of like pickle activities on my floor. I think like, like oh yeah, fun fun things to do like bobbing for pickles and you know oh, weird yeah funny funny things along those lines. Um, there was that time everyone tried on all the lost and found. Yes. <laughs> that was a great event. I wonder where those pictures are. How many um, I was going to say, how many floors was the dorm? Was it four? It was three. three. Okay. Oh, and I, did they just tear it down? Not ours. Okay. They did one. Um, you yeah. friends with the third RA? Yeah. So there were six and yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I, it was like adjoined to a boys dorm. Okay. Melissa actually made a music video. <laughs> with one of the boys in the other dorm for what was your major officially graphic mass, design mass communications it's like a big complicated contemporary media and journalism with an emphasis in visual communication it's stupid yeah it's a mouthful for a graphic designer but i had to take like video classes be the best graphic designer i've ever worked with oh is that what you do is that what you do for a living now? Yeah. I, I put the I put the graphic in designer. Is the music video still on YouTube? It is, but I don't even know how to find it. Okay, I'm gonna find it and we're gonna put it in the show comments. <laughs> it's called it what was the song? Heat of the moment. So oh like goodness. this was over 20 years ago. And when people hear this song on the radio, because they still play it. Like, I will get phone calls at, like, 7.30 at night saying, I just heard your video. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, uh, it's not me. Legendary. 
yeah, it just people associate it with me and Jay was our buddy. How am I going to find that on YouTube? There's like a billion heat of the moments. Whose channel I'll, did it get posted to? I don't even know. I'll try to, <sighs> I'll try to do some, some hunting. Okay. Yeah. I'm just in an old like purple prom dress and yeah. It was, it's, I definitely want to see it. It was just epic. If you, you know, kept that foot video, I'd like to see that too. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, Melissa, one of the things that we always ask on this show, because we're all, you know, just busy women, mom, et cetera's, and we just like to help a sister out is what's for dinner. So what did you have for dinner tonight? It can be amazing or it can just be really not, but it's just to inspire people to be like, oh yeah, I have a good recipe of that. Okay. So do do we need a background story as to why I'm getting meals delivered to me? Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I have like a tube uh, in my butt cheek currently because I had a perforated sigmoid colon. So my lovely friends that think I need help have been bringing me meals. So I have I have a couple of good ones that have happened in my house. Uh, do you want just tonight or do you want the last sure. couple days? Well, why don't you just one that's very manageable for someone else to make? For okay. Someone. Or like what's, okay. what's a really great meal to bring to someone who has a tube in her butt, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we so the one we had tonight was chicken and dumplings. Okay. And saddest, what's that? Like soup? Yes. Okay. And my sad, pathetic children were like, what are dumplings, mom? Like, I apparently have failed in as a mom. I've never made them dumplings. They're like, is it like gnocchi? So why do my children know about gnocchi, but they don't know about dumplings? I don't know. Failed because they know what gnocchi is. It's fine. Yeah. Isn't it so, kind of the same, like, yeah. culturally, one to the other? Right. Yep. All, I feel like all cultures have a similar to a dumpling. You know, there's like spetzel or whatever it's called in German type stuff where it's like a thicker dough. Do they call it nefla too, Janelle? Does someone call it? In our family, we make a dumpling soup that's called nukala. And that's, it's such a favorite. Aiden picks it for his birthday in the heat of July. Mm -hmm. perfect like not a heat of july it would be like having chili in the middle of july it's just a thing um what'd you have janelle so we did nacho night because we were on the fly and i had taco meat all ready to go so that was perfect the only thing about taco night is i don't know if this is the same at everyone else's house but it's hella mess every time Mm -hmm. no way around it there were like refried beans on the floor. There's lettuce everywhere. The other That's- thing is, is there's a lot of vessels. Like you, like you have a bin for tomatoes and you have a bin for lettuce and you have a bin for olives and you have a bin for onions and you have, you know, so then it's like a, just a ton of dishes because mm-hmm. there's really no good way to separate those things out. And my dishwasher doesn't do guacamole. Oh, yeah. And so then that, and I feel like cilantro leaves also will end up dried on the plate even though it does really good with chunks of other things yep Yep. that's way too fancy for me cilantro are you a soap cilantro person you are yeah a bummer cilantro is a delicacy that 
just delicious. <laughs> we had, um, <laughs> I, we had a baseball situation. So I, um, had to make dinner, but then we weren't going to be home, but I needed it to be ready when we got home. And so I made chicken thighs in a pan or uh, like a nine by 13, but we made lemon thyme. So it was like thyme and garlic and, um, le like a ton of lemon juice. And then I put a little olive oil and, you know, crisped up the, but I actually covered it in foil. And then I baked it at 300 for like two and a half hours. So it's just fall off the bone. It was super good. And then I also made, um, at the same time I cut acorn squash in half and then I put butter in them and then maple syrup. And then I roast those with some water in the pan. So I did the same thing. I just put them both in at 300 for two hours. And then it like was you left them. You just left your house. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a person that leaves my house with the oven on. It's just who I am. It's okay. It's okay. One time she left oatmeal on the stove. Were you still home or not during that? Was event? it oatmeal? I did. I don't know about oatmeal, but I remember eggs. I hard boiled eggs and forgot them and all of the water boiled out and, and then dried and then burnt and then busted open. The eggs were just like busted everywhere. So it was on for like, I don't know, six hours. Same wow. thing happened here. We had to run a kid to the ER and my husband was boiling eggs. So yeah. Yeah. And the smell is terrible. Smell is terrible. But yeah. I, like if I leave the oven on, which I actually do frequently, I just make sure there's nothing like on the actual stove, you know, that could get hot or whatever. I just move everything away from it. But yeah, it's kind of like a slow cooker, I guess. But it was delicious. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, I think we should we really wrap it up for the night. But thanks for coming to chat with us, Melissa. Oh, yeah, I had a blast. Fun to catch up. In your condition that you know you didn't feel too intimidated by you know your drain situation to be on a podcast yeah we gotta have you back for a quilting episode oh yeah. oh yeah yeah and i heard you maybe talked about my christmas cards before was that I a thing did. i did so melissa is <laughs> my friend who makes the insane christmas cards that are like individually hand stamped on a paper bag and have tiny holly berries cut out of I don't know heaven something <laughs> and they're just all beautifully handmade and then there's always a clever poem or like one year you had the countdown by numbers and that had your big tomato harvest I think that was that year and it's like 700 the number of pounds of tomatoes we harvested oh, and yeah. on her little three bike. the number of flat tires or whatever That's but I like I might be an overachiever in that category but last week I had a sick kid with COVID and I just threw him a bag of gummy bears and said here this is like jello so I mean sometimes <laughs> you win sometimes you lose exactly. like true. it's a balance true. mother yes. it's a balance yeah, yeah, true. Also, how many cards do you make? What's your number? How many do you? I have about a hundred on my Christmas list. I was gonna say because I have a hundred and I couldn't, but I guess you can with a hundred. So good for you. You. You're they're making... just beautiful. Like I just I keep them and look at them every year. They're in my Christmas tote because it's well, so what, fun. What actually happened was we were talking about Christmas cards and I think what you do with them, and then we asked if you save them. 
I might be making up this entire conversation, Janelle. And then you said <laughs> I only save the ones that are pretty or that I like to look at. And yeah, if somebody kept a met wrote a message or it's somebody that we're especially close to, or if we yours made the cut is what she's trying to say. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Or if it's one that I'm like, I'll copy that someday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and by copy, I mean paste a picture of my own family over yours <laughs> and remail it. Perfect. Well, thanks Anyways, for coming. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Melissa. We really appreciate you joining us. Yeah. So, Thank you. so everybody, if you want to check out some of the stuff that we've talked about today, come to our Instagram feed. Uh, we have uh, Instagram uh, page called that's neat moms. And we are having a great time over there. So come check us out and you can check out some info on um, some wedding fails and see any uh, anybody else's uh, stories about when they were an RA in the dorm or some fun dorm stories. So we'll, we'll go see what our community has to offer. Us. So many good dorm stories. I can think of a couple more that we could post too. Yeah. So anyway, we'd love for you to join us. We're also on Facebook, so you can uh, join us there and don't forget to subscribe and like our content and please share it with any other moms you think you know, need this really important information that we shared with you tonight or just community and some laughs. And a little break while they're hiding in the bathroom. We're the crew for them. Yeah, we certainly are. So anyway, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.